Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, okay we're recording. starting the recording now for me. Now I am hitting record. Yep, that's what's happening. Everybody's hitting record. <laughs> Three people hitting record. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu. I'm Becky Streepy. I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about lemony potatoes, sausage rolls, and eat a lot of pizza from House of Zob. Uh, so much pizza. We also have a special guest this week. Kadri, do you want to say hi? <laughs> well, do you want to introduce Hi. Her? This is Kadri Nelson from Kadri's Kitchen. And um, she and I started food blogging around the same time, didn't we? Yeah, I started in 2009. Yeah, I was like late 2008. So just like oh, okay. within awesome. months. Yeah, and we met each other online like within a couple of years of that. Mm-hmm. Through the virtual vegan potluck? No. No, I think it was through Vita Vegan Con. No, not Vita Vegan Con. Um, vegan Mofo. Yes, it was Vegan Mofo. Oh, I remember hearing about that. I miss Vegan Mofo. Now, what was that? It was called Vegan Month of Food. And so you'd have to do it for one month. So sometimes, and they would like change it. So sometimes it's in August, sometimes it's in September, and then you have to do it for every single day. And Do they still I, do it? I, I, they didn't do it this year. But they had been doing it every year, but it's gotten smaller. It was really popular for a while. And people would come up with themes. And Becky was on once and did a YouTube um, interview with me. Oh, yeah. I remember wow. that. <laughs> a YouTube interview. When was this? What year? Oh, I think it was 2012. Wow. 2012. Yeah. It's still definitely. on my YouTube. You could find it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was That's really awesome. old school because we didn't. We couldn't actually film at the same time. So, Becky, you just filmed everything you had. I asked questions. And then I filmed me asking questions. And then <laughs> we edited it together. Yes. It's awesome. If I can find it on your YouTube, I'll put it in okay, the show notes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> wow. Everyone know that it was 2012. That was a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> when you watch it, which I'm sure everyone will. Yeah. I remember when that was supposed favorite. to be the end of the world? 2012. Yeah, that was like the prophecy into the world end times thing. And everybody was like, 2012, the world's going to, not everybody, but <laughs> everybody, some people, absolutely. they made a movie about it. What was the movie called? It was like a, should we watch it after this? No, why not? No, I'm not. This isn't the net. <laughs> it's like a disaster movie. Oh. It was 2012. Are you sure we shouldn't watch it after this? That sounds good. No, I'm, I'm a little busy, but it's <laughs> 2012 is. I want to get this right. 
Yeah. It's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was going to get the actual, like, backstory of 2012. Because um, I forget, like, who prophesied that 2012 was a bad a bad scene. Do you want me to look that up while you do the movie part? No, I like don't want to do the movie part. Oh, okay. <laughs> I keep getting the movie part because that's the way the internet is set up. Because it knows I like a good film. But like the net or the game or hackers, which we didn't watch last week. But um Kadri, this is what the podcast is. Okay. I know you've listened, mm-hmm. but this is what recording the podcast is. I yes, feel like I'm not on my Olympical right what? now. We're gonna edit this out. <laughs> No, no, I just edit out some you of it. You would edit this out. I tighten it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Like the time that uh, I was talking about my depression and you brought in some happy music to transition us out. <laughs> that was unintentional. Yeah. Because I was, like, right talking that, about. Because right after that, you were for like. Optimism. I'm looking for optimism. <laughs> I might edit this out. Oh, boy. Um, so it was the Mayan calendar. I found an article on National Geographic. Even if the world does end in 2012, the Maya calendar deserves no credit for predicting it, experts say. That, wow. That, that seems a little bit suspicious. Like, even if this does happen, it's not because you predicted it. I mean, That's if it does happen. toxic yeah, attitude. It is. It's rude. Like, just give them the win. Seriously. If it yeah. happens, be like, well, you were right, I guess. Don't be like, you said it'd be a red hat and it was a blue hat. Yeah. Like, no, they was wearing a hat. <laughs> anyway, the movie stars John Cusack, Amanda Peet, Oliver Platt, Sandy Newton, Danny Glover, Woody Harrelson. So this, is, this isn't your art house disaster film. This is a blockbuster Hollywood big deal. I kind of want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Can we watch it, it for no, movie night? There's, for movie night? For movie night. Sure. Okay, so... Movie night with our child. Yeah. Why not? Because we watched an episode of The Wall, which is a game show hosted by Chris Hardwick. Kadri, have you seen The Wall? No. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. We watch a lot of game shows these days. So many. They're very family friendly. They are. For the most part. And then there's this one that has like... They bring out some real heartstrings contestants, I think. We've only seen two episodes, and they were both kind of heartstrings. One was 9-11, a 9-11 first responder. And one, the first one that we watched, was a runner who had been in the Boston bombing, oh, the marathon bombing. Yes. Oh. So we're watching this, and it's a real sweet moment, like like that she's she's there, and, and you know, um, but... Our our child turns to us and he's like, "What happened in Boston?" Oh, and was yikes. like, "Why did they do that?" And it was, like, oh yeah, but not the moment I expected to explain domestic terrorism, right? And so <laughs> right. you wanna you wanna do a disaster movie, sure, where but, like actual American cities are like collapsing. I guess I guess how different is that from like a Star Wars where stuff because whole it's Star Wars doesn't take place up. in an American city. Yeah, I guess that's true. If Star Wars was like Chicago. Then it would be different. Yeah. And yeah. I mean like the musical Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If Star Wars was like Chicago. Yeah. If Star Wars sign was me like up. Chicago. I wish I knew a song from Chicago because I'd do a... <laughs> and then I'd have to edit I'd it out. A, yeah. And then you'd have to edit it out. Kadri, how are Apparently. you doing? Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm doing great. I gave myself a haircut today. Um, for the first time since the pandemic started, I 
neither David nor I had been doing any haircuts. And I kept thinking at some point I'm going to feel safe enough to go into a salon and that has not happened. Mm -mm. So I ordered some scissors from Amazon and they showed up and I gave myself a haircut. I'd given David a haircut a couple days ago with just like our regular scissors, like that we used to open boxes and it turned out surprisingly well, (laughs) but but I knew I needed like real nice scissors if this was going to be an ongoing deal. So it does seem like it's going to be ongoing. I use Dave's beard scissors to cut my hair. It looks great. That is a professional cut. Yes. Thank you. Did you use a YouTube video? I did. I'll I'll be. Could you send me that Amazon link to this? Sure, you bet. <laughs> There's so many options. I mean, I just kind of picked whatever had good reviews, and <laughs> yeah, I I use an, a YouTube video to see what they suggested for like tying your hair, and then you cut it a V. And, Whoa! Yeah. So you do like pigtails on either side, and then you kind of cut it a V. So when it's in the back, it looks straight in the back. Because if you do straight across, then your hair in the back is sort of like a U shape. How long did it take? Not long. And then add, and then afterwards I had David just sort of trim up in the back anything that looked wrong. That is remarkable. That looks really That is remarkably good. even. <laughs> it looks so good. I, Thank you. A friend told me that you could do a ponytail and then cut it. You're freezing now. Oh, no. Are we moving oh, now? Yeah. We, bought, we, bought okay, now you're we did, yeah. we did yeah. physically freeze, right? When you said that, we were like. <laughs> you too. <laughs> we didn't even mean to. It was accidental. <laughs> you're so dedicated silly. to the bit. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we do love a bit. So a friend told me that you could put your hair in a ponytail to cut it. Um, but I've just been doing like a high ponytail and then chopping it oh. pretty much. And it does like give it layers, which is nice. But um, Oh, yeah. Your way seems a little bit more contoured, and your hair definitely looks better than mine right now, which is in a ponytail. But were it down, you would see that it's a little. It seems like it would be wildly uneven if you cut it, just put it in a ponytail and cut it. Just cut it straight across. The pantomime's not helping. It just it gives it layers though, because the pieces in the front don't have as far to go. Okay. But I can also send you a link of the video I watched to, to cut my hair. <laughs> that would be great. I could put that in the show notes too. I bet that would be yeah. helpful to people. It'll be useful for everyone. Yeah. You could just look if you log on to a food podcast, what you want most right. are haircutting videos. You want videos. haircut videos, you want disaster movie <laughs> rundowns. I mean, if this isn't what people are here for, then why are they here? They're not yeah. here, is the thing. They're here in droves. <laughs> <laughs> reaching the teens. We not also percentage. we also have a letter. Oh boy! Should Are we already it? on the letter? I feel like we don't. We didn't do a how you're doing. Oh, we did how Kadri was doing. Okay, Dave, how, how are, are you? Doing? No, it's fine. Dave, you know, how are if you? You want to get to this? Letter, you are excited feelings. about this letter. I am. It's a great letter. You burst I read through it. the door and we're like, we got a letter. It was like Janine and <laughs> Ghostbusters. We got one. I actually read it in advance and it was so good. Um, <sighs> well, I'm fine. It's not about food, yeah. Yeah, don't worry about it. Do the letter. Are you fine? I'm fine. Great. We got a Theragun. Talked about it last week. Okay. Dear Talking Tofu pod hosts and guests, in your most recent episode that I've heard at least, Becky told the story of her teacher, Mr. Ivy. I will leave it to you to explain the whole Mr. Ivy, I get to versus I have to thing, but Mr. Nope. But I'm Team Mr. Ivy, and I've got a story to tell that bears upon the matter. Well, do you want to quickly recap? 
I had a teacher. We may not have a lot of listeners, but we have even fewer repeat listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I had a teacher in middle school who anytime you said you had to do something, he would say, no, you get to do that thing. It was a very like, Dave described it as a very 90s outlook. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, But it's kind of a nice way to look at things sometimes. Broadly, yes. Broadly, yes. Yes. It doesn't always work. Anyway, Mr. Ivy was the best. Here's here's uh, Bill's story. Buckle up. When I was in college, school was my enemy. It was a thing that I felt that I had to do in order to live a decent life. What this life was, I had no clear idea, but I knew without a doubt I had to graduate. It should perhaps then be no surprise that this mindset led me to a semester where I withdrew from most of my classes for psychiatric reasons. Whoa, I dropped the letter. In That's the ins- a bit of a bombshell. It was a bombshell. Yeah. I dropped the letter. In the ensuing counseling, I found myself saying to the school counselor therapist, you don't understand, I have to graduate. And he responded, no, you don't have to graduate. I made merciless, merciless fun of this shockingly out of touch and ignorant man at the time. What a terrible job you must have had dealing with us students under such pressure. Looking back, though, I see myself as a young man who was so focused on what he should do or has to do that he can't see that he has any agency in his own life. Bill, what a revelation. And looking at it that way, this counselor was absolutely right. I had plenty of options. I just chose not to take them. Anyway, Dave has a good point. Teachers sometimes give bullshit assignments, and you get to do this bullshit assignment is a lame thing to say, but the older I get, the more my interests and obsessions turn into responsibilities, and the easier it is to say, ugh, I have to write code today. I have to give my puppy a flea bath. I have to practice singing. And then the spark is gone and I've forgotten how much I like programming and puppies and singing and that the only reason I have a life with plenty of programming and puppies and singing is that I put them there because I like them. Circumstances are what they are, but each day I get to wake up and do with them what I will. So I'm on team Mr. Ivy. Best, Bill, last name withheld. Nice. That That is nice. Quite a letter. Quite a letter. I think I am on team Bill. Yeah? Yeah, I think it is easy. I mean, yeah. Can't disagree with that. No, I mean that would look pretty shitty. It if would. I disagreed with he that just poured after, his heart out after to us. all that. But mm-hmm. no, I do disagree with it. Or no, I do agree with it. <laughs> I think there's still some those cases where somebody is trying to paint a, a happy face or a you know on a turd. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But I think. But like- when it comes to your choices and the choices that you've made, and then. Like rolling your eyes and saying, I have to do that. Like, I totally agree with. No, you put those things in your life for a reason. And those are your choices. And there's a different way to look at them. Yeah, I think it's easy to get like bogged down. Like, I'm sure I don't know if this has happened to you, Kadri, but especially during like quarantine, working on recipes on stuff has kind of felt like a slog at times. And I have woken up like on a Monday, like, oh, I have to shoot a video today. And then I remember that shooting a video is really fun and I love it. Right. But I like as I'm doing it, but the lead up, there's always that like, oh, it's so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that. You- yeah. I think sometimes the first step is the hardest. And then whenever you take the first step, then you get immersed in it. But just like fighting against the entropy <laughs> can be the trickiest part. Yeah. And there's just a part of your brain that doesn't want to do anything. Yeah. That's that's the thing I'm battling with. Yeah. My brain just wants to do puzzles and play Animal Crossing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you seem very driven. I would like you always have everything <laughs> planned out like months in advance and all kinds of different projects you're always working on. So from the outside, it never looks like you have a hard time getting started. That's good to hear. It takes me so long to do everything because it's the like you were saying, it's the entropy. It's like pushing through that. And then once you get going, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. I'm also very grateful, though, in this time that we do have so many things that we can do from home and like projects that we can do from home. And so I don't know what I would do otherwise. I mean, financially, but then also just for amusement. Like yesterday, um, David and I decided to shoot a video for a recipe that I have because I need to do that. But also just that's something that we can do. Like that's a way to amuse ourselves <laughs> because it's really snowy and cold outside and obviously we're not going places and doing things. So it's a, a good way to spend time that's productive. What, how else have you been spending your time? Did you, did you get a little time off over the holidays? Uh, yeah, I took a few days um, and just didn't do anything super productive. But um, uh, we've been watching. Oh, you know, I've been playing a lot of the classic Super Mario Brothers. Ooh. Ooh, like the good. original Nintendo one. Yeah. I got it as a, a gift a few years back that it has like a whole bunch of the different Nintendo games on it. Um, but I was always more of a Mario fan. And so now I'm watching YouTube videos on how to do different levels. That's great. <laughs> yeah, anything that I missed and didn't know. And I thought I was so close to winning the whole game because I thought the game ended at level five. Oh. And I was so excited. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm going to get it. And it's right there. And then I was trying to figure out how to get the last level, 5-4, and then saw that the princess is not in that castle. <laughs> I am like halfway done. <laughs> That's it. I'm only gone halfway through the game. Right. So I have something to do for 2021. Oh, yeah. To be fair, level five is really hard. Isn't that it the is. one with Hammer Brothers like yes! absolutely everywhere? <laughs> yes. It's, I that think, in some ways harder than the eight. I thought level. five was the underwater one. Is that six? I think that's six. Okay. But you, there's a warp that you can take. Don't. Yes. Don't if cut you, corners. If you want to get to the end, but I guess why rush it? No, I have. I have gotten, I've warped to eight now. Since I discovered this, I have now warped to eight. <laughs> You're like, let's get this over with. <laughs> well, I've never won in my whole life. And so it'd be pretty exciting yeah. to, to finally do it. Have you two both won at that game? I used to sit yeah. up all night with my friend Gia in middle school playing Super Mario Brothers. It, yeah. Yeah. We love we loved it a lot. It's a great game. It's a great game. And then when you win, you can play again, but right. everything's harder. The Goombas are now those guys with helmets. What are their names? The Buzzy Beetles. Yeah. Yeah. And things are faster, maybe. You're really spoiling this. Sorry. I have never <laughs> beaten it twice. We we tried to beat it. We have tried many times to beat it a second time and I mean in middle school. And uh it never it never happened for me. Yeah. <laughs> but it is fun to try. Yeah, yeah, my I was the youngest sibling and so it would always take a long time until I would get a turn. And then once I did get a turn, <laughs> my turns were over pretty fast. <laughs> So I, w I did a lot of watching Super Mario Brothers. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but sometimes it feels like as a kid, that is maybe just more so than as an adult, like watching video games is almost as fun as playing them. It's not as fun as playing them for sure, but I could go to an arcade and watch somebody else play a arcade cabinet like all day long. As a kid? Yeah. 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 You learn some useful tricks that way yeah, too, which is sure. now what YouTube is doing for me. Yeah. 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 
YouTube is the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. No, but they used to, like in the 80s, they had at the arcades, some of the more popular games would have monitors over the cabinets so that the people standing behind could watch what was happening on the screen because that was such a thing, like huh. for people to kind of congregate because a lot of those games, they weren't available on consoles. And if they were, they were really like inferior versions. So in that time, if you wanted to see like the cutting edge technology, you had to go out to the location to see it. And those games cost like they weren't cheap. They were designed to like just devour quarters. So maybe that was another justification for your mind to make you enjoy watching somebody else play it. Because uh, you only have so many quarters. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. But it also it just looked so cool. I remember some of the stuff was like. You know, in the 90s, they had some that were like photorealistic, like people in them. And it was real like Lawnmower Man style stuff. Like the <laughs> characters looked like actual humans, you know, and looked like photos of humans. And there's one game like Pit Fighter that was like a fighting game, but they were actual people in there. And it was it was wild. Whoa. Yeah. I don't remember that game. Well. I'll show it to you. Especially when you were comparing it to like Pong, right. where it was just boing against the side of the screen. Right. It was a, a really big like crevasse that they passed yeah. from like the early 80s to the late 90s. Yeah. Seriously. It moved so fast. With like yeah. just visuals and music and like yeah. controllability. Like they had, you know, Afterburner and those other airplane simulators where you'd get in the actual simulator and you'd have a joystick and the whole pod would like move based on like how you were controlling the, the plane, stuff like that. You're looking at me like... I'm trying to picture it. There's a racing game like that that's yeah. really fun that we played at um, in South Florida with my family, right? Mm. Motorcycles? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but we played it for a long time. But that one was it was really cool it was the kind of thing where like you were on a motorcycle and if you turned like your body weight would shift the the thing like if you turn left your body weight would turn the motorcycle left you know this afterburner one you were in like a box it was like the back to the future ride kind of yeah and if you move the joystick to the right the whole box that you were in would like tilt to the right or tilt back or whatever it was wild that is wild wild yeah, I don't. I didn't go to a ton of arcades as a kid. Did really? you? No, I didn't. No. There what? I don't know if it was for lack of arcades or just lack of interest in or lack of quarters. For lack of arcades, you just were you a mall kid? I was a mall kid. I don't think there was an arcade at the mall I used to go to. Uh, what mall? Broward Mall. I'm gonna look it up. Broward Mall's still there. You can also look up the Fashion Mall, which was right across the street. The Two malls mall. right across the street from each other. We could spend the that whole is day. A, yeah, that's the dream of that time. And a Toys R Us right next door to the Fashion I Mall. I refuse to believe that a yep. Broward Mall in the 80s did not have an arcade. I mean, maybe it did. I, I typed t- Broward Mall 1980s arcade. <laughs> and one says, top old school arcades in South Florida. Oh, <laughs> I really missed out. Is this the Broward Mall? Sorry, Kadri. That's oh, fine. It could be. Okay. So you just looked at a picture of a mall and you were like, that could be my mall. Looks like a mall okay. to me. It's been a minute since I've been to the Broward Mall, like decades. But they had like Aladdin's Castle was the big chain. There was a diamond something. 
That was I a big change. By the time I was hanging out at the mall, I think I was more interested in like Sam Goody. Right. And like, oh my God, like not Hot Topic. What's the one with blacklight posters? What's the black- Spencer's. Spencer's. Yeah. Those were the kinds of stores. I was like way too cool for video games. Well, yeah, I, I thought. think teens. I, turns out I wasn't, but I thought that. Right. But I'm talking more like 80s when you were a kid going with your parents to the mall. Oh, I hated going to the mall with my parents as oh. a little kid. Oh, okay. Because it always just turned into like a lot, a lot of deliberating over clothes or whatever. Yeah. It just seemed... Not fun. Did your parents take you to the mall a lot as a kid, Catcher? I loved going to the mall as a kid. Really? My yeah, I have my favorite aunt. She has a daughter who's my favorite cousin, and the three of us would often go to the mall, just the three of us. And it was a full day thing. We would hit every single mall, and also downtown. There was like a shopping area there, and we would try to hit them all. So we would Whoa. leave early. We wouldn't come home till late, and it was as a kid, like my, my dream day. Wow, that's so fun. Yeah. yeah, it was really fun. What was your favorite thing to do at a mall? Like clothes, uh, food. Yeah, I really liked. I like clothes. I was really into to shoes. So like fun tennis shoes. Once I got a little older, fun, really fun purses. So if like if they looked like other things, if. Like the tennis shoes had a piano on them, or if the <laughs> the purse looked like an apple, like something like that. Did either of you ever go on the rides at the mall? I always wondered about the rides at the mall. I don't think the malls I went to had rides. Oh my rides, gosh! But I, this is not true. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I do know that when I went up to Gwinnett, maybe to yeah. get my car service, the yeah. Gwinnett Place Mall, which is like one of those malls that's dying. But still We're all open. Dying now. It um, it's like there are two. There's a prom store and one food, <laughs> one store in the food court is still open. But they had tons of rides. Yeah. And me and the kid spent a good like hour, hour and a half because I had to kill time while, while I was waiting for my car. Right. Just like running around the mall. He went on some mall rides. Well, yeah, because he had all the time to kill. He enjoyed them. And I was just wondered like how profitable. The rides were, they had those candy dispensers like they have at the grocery store too. Like you put a quarter in and turn the crank and get a handful of candy. Oh. Did you, <laughs> was this part of the appeal for you during your mall adventures? <laughs> no, I was more of a, a double doozy cookie person. Nice. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Great American cookie company. Yes. Yeah. I liked an Auntie Annie's when the fashion really? mall opened, which was later. The they had an mall Auntie such Annie's. A swing. Calling yourself the fashion mall. The fashion mall had a hotel attached to it. And Ooh. one time my friend's house, I think they had a pipe burst or something, and she stayed at the fashion mall. And I thought that was the Whoa. coolest thing ever. She was like, I can see the food court from the window. Oh, God. <laughs> a nightmare. When, it seemed so cool to me, though, as like a 12-year-old. Yeah. Was there a movie theater there? <laughs> no, it was also close to like a shopping center. Um, which had a movie theater. So I think putting one in that mall would have been, gotcha. it would have been like walking distance. Gotcha. We would some, we would sometimes do, it was those four things, those two malls, the Toys R Us, and then that shopping center. <laughs> okay, it's time for talking toe news. <laughs> Got a big headline for you guys. What are you looking at? Sorry. I'm never – usually Dave's across from me, so it's weird being able to see your phone. I got – I I had it ready. Dave's next to me now for the listeners who can't see. Um, <laughs> we wanted to both be able to see Kadri. Is that a problem? No, it's just different. I can see your phone out of the corner of my eye. It's weird. It okay. What's the really news? It's really throwing you off. It is. 
Oh boy. Okay. So this one, uh, Heinz confirms new vegan range featuring burgers, mayo, and salad cream. Salad cream. What's a salad cream? This sounds like it's not in the U.S. Hold on. Okay. Don't, Detective Becky. I'm detectiving it. I know. Food giant Heinz, makes me think of a large creature (laughs) named Heinz, has revealed its new vegan range includes beans as well as plant-based mayo and salad cream. Do you want to look up what salad cream is? Is it like Miracle Whip? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Yeah, it's it's pounds. It's in pounds. I anyway. still it's still cool. All right. <laughs> Read it. I'm looking up salad right. cream. Sorry, I was so excited. Now it's across the pond. All of your again. listeners in the UK will That's be right. delighted That's right. with this news. Our Brighton friends. Our friends in Brighton want to know. <laughs> salad cream is basically miracle whip. Is it it's not dressing? A creamy pale yellow condiment wow. based on an emulsion of oil. An egg, which is mayo, and vinegar. Okay. It's so it's it's like seasoned mayo, which that's what Miracle Whip is. The right? plant pantry line. They should have called it the plantry line. Yeah, Miss will feature six new plant based products. It will feature classic products including Heinz beans, which apparently is a classic product, and Heinz tomato ketchup. Uh, Heinz vegan salad cream, which launches has already launched. It launched January first in Tesco, uh, with at a price. And vegan mayonnaise, two further flavors, vegan aioli, 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 (laughs) and good vegan, seriously good vegan chili mayo. Ooh. Yeah. So, and Heinz also makes bean burgers. I don't know if those uh, exist in the States. I would eat a Heinz bean uh, burger. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Heinz really get in there. Yeah. Really a uh, big company, big giant, food, food giant. giant. <laughs> Do yeah. you, is salad, when you make a coleslaw, Kadri, yes. let's talk about it. it. Okay. Do you use a salad cream style or do you use like a mayo style or do you do like a vinegar slaw? I do veginase and then like a little bit of lemon juice and onion powder and garlic powder. So it's like your own salad cream. Yeah, it's like my own salad cream. What what do you prefer? Do you like a creamy or do you like a vinegary slaw? Ooh. I like a creamy slaw. I like a creamy slaw too. I feel like for the applications that we use slaw, like in a taco or like putting it in a sandwich, the mayo globs it together better. That sounds yeah. unappealing, but it does. It holds it together. That's a better word than globs. And um, I like mayo and then a little squeeze of yellow mustard. Mm. I feel like there's a little bit of a southernness to it too. The yeah. creamy slaw, vinegar slaw doesn't really too healthy. Have a lot of tracking around here. Yeah, I like a vinegar slaw, but I'll, I'll take a creamy coleslaw over that any day. I think that's how I feel about potato salad too. So people are really into more of a vinegar potato salad, and right. I would eat it, but I would rather have a creamy potato. Yeah, salad. I love a creamy potato salad. Same. I'm a mayo gal <laughs> from yeah. way back. I, I like even olives and potato salad too. Green olives. Whew. Oh yeah, green Ooh. olives Ooh. sliced up in a potato salad Ooh. with a little yellow mustard and like a lot of mayo. Yeah, can't beat it. That's I would put pickles in, but I I don't think I've ever done olives. Ooh, pickles. Dolce Vegan. I was just reminded of their potato salad, which hope it comes back one day. 
because they're on a limited menu still because pandemic, but they had the most amazing potato salad. It was a Cuban potato salad, right? Yeah. And it had the green olives in it. Yeah. It had oh. green olives in it. I begged them to make a sandwich out of the potato salad because it was that good. Like put it in a potato roll and like put like lettuce or onions or something on top of it to round out the sandwich. Man, we should do that though. We should make, we shouldn't steal their salad idea, but we should make a potato salad sandwich. I'm on it. Let's do that. Maybe that's a tilt. Have you ever had a potato salad sandwich? This is, this is news to me. I've never heard of this. No, I don't think it exists. Oh no, I've never. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, this was just Dave's idea, and it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of carb carbs. Carb on carb is always good. Yeah. Yes, totally. Gosh. Well, when you think about like a hot open face sandwich and you have mashed potatoes on bread. Yeah. See? It's, it's a totally different experience that is like better than just mashed potatoes on the side of a sandwich. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. I'm into this. Or like potatoes yeah. in a burrito. Always so good. Yes, that's so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I don't burritos. know who first thought to put potatoes into a burrito, but they deserve a medal. Mm-hmm. I don't have any control when a place has enough um, ingredient, like optional ingredients. Like once they get to the potato level, I'm just like, well, shit, put it all in there. <laughs> and oh god, and, <laughs> are you okay? You're fine. And then the burrito comes. They do their job. Yeah. And the burrito comes, and it's a tight burrito. It's tightly wrapped, impossibly. But then you take one bite, and it's it explodes everywhere. And I can only get like a quarter or half of the way in because I put so much stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And I can't like you can't put a burrito in the fridge and eat it later. You're gonna say I do, but, but you don't get the wrap though. You get a bowl. Yeah, I do. And you eat half the bowl and put. That's a completely different thing. It that is. tortilla is not going to be the same the next day. No, or later. It's soggy. Also, the tortilla, if you try to reheat, gets really, really like blazing hot yeah. before the inside does. Yep. And so then you have like a rubbery yeah. hot tortilla. It's like you've turned a fresh burrito into a microwave burrito. Not yeah. not in like copy and pasting the taste, but in the predicament of it. Because like it's just inherited all of a microwave burrito's problem. Oh yeah, which is like you An can't air fryer it. probably it would be more forgiving. Yeah. But then yeah. like so but I then thought, it's going to be crispy. Right. And it's open, like, because you've eaten half the burrito. So then it's open, and, oh, and then you like got to worry about, out. like, is it spilling all over? Yeah. Well, I have then, that little tray that goes inside the basket. Maybe that's the answer. Are you talking about your Instant Pot air fryer now? No, no, no. I have a little – I bought an accessory pack for the air fryer, and it has a little What am pan. I just hearing about this? We live together. What is it? What are the accessories? There are accessories? There's a little pan. There's a taco thingy for making air fried tacos. There's a taco thingy. Like a little, um, like a taco stand, but one that's small enough to fit inside so that you can air fry your tacos, put your tortilla and like your beans and stuff. Why do we not do that? I would do that every day. Do you want to do that instead of chicken and dumplings? No. Okay. We'll do it this week. I have to eat lunch though. Maybe I'll make a taco for lunch. There are the tiniest skewers that are too tiny unless you're making skewers just for yourself. What are they? What would you do? What would you make? Like veggie skewers or tofu skewers or and something. And then you would put the skewer in the air fryer? I think the taco stand doubles as the holder for it the does. skewers. You have the same <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, let me tell you. Tell us what else is in no, there. I, I, don't I, never u- I never use the accessories. <laughs> me either. I, I just have them like littering my cupboards. That's it. But I've seen them and I have the little skewers and they're in like the junk drawer. And yeah. 
they're they like, get in the way of things. They're like three inches long. They're really short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're cute though. But no, thanks. No? They yeah. don't hold enough. How, three little four-inch skewers aren't going to make enough to feed all of us. But they could, I also wouldn't make skewers in the air fryer. I would make them in a grill pan. I think that's what I'm figuring out. Like, what does it do for those food items that just putting them in the air fryer loose doesn't do? Yeah. Like, I've done – I do a tofu satay in the air fryer. That one, I just put them on the bottom. Okay. But how – what does any of this do for my burrito? Well, if you put it in the pan, then if stuff spills out, it'll be in the pan so you can, can you, recover it. I can't picture this pan. It's just like a little help. It's sort of like a zucchini bread pan. Cadre. Isn't it? <laughs> Dave doesn't know what that is, I think. If you were gonna cook if you were gonna cook banana bread oh, okay. and you wanted like a little cute pan, it'd be like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Like a little like a mini pie plate. <laughs> No, that now I've lost it again. You know what a pie pan looks like. I know what a pie pan but looks like, but a banana it. bread is a rectangle, and it's taller than a pie pan, right? Kadri, back me up here. No, Pick it, a street. They are different. They're different shapes. Thank you. I think I might be leading you astray because I also have little mini pans that I use in the air fryer, but I have the circle one too that you could make like a deep dish pizza in. But I could so either one would work for your burrito. I don't know situation. though. I think this round pan might be too open for it. But uh, something like a zucchini pan, which I'm savvy about now, mm-hmm. or a banana bread pan, like something that is rectangular and has walls, you could set it, the burrito down inside of it, mm-hmm. and then place it in the air fryer, and then that would solve all your problems. And if it, I think we've solved a lot of problems yeah, here, that's yeah. what we're here for. And I've learned about <laughs> zucchini bread. That's a lot. Is that a food? Zucchini bread? Yes. You don't know about zucchini bread? No. Oh, my gosh. Is it good? Yes. Yeah. You can put chocolate chips in it. It's like... It's it's popular around the same time of year as the banana bread. You just use grated zucchini. So if you have a whole bunch of zucchini in your garden, wow. then you can make zucchini bread. What does it taste like? Don't say zucchini. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> the zucchini gives it like a texture more than a flavor. Hmm. Huh. Are there poppy seeds in it? Why am I picturing poppy seeds? No, okay. not usually, but you could put <laughs> poppy seeds in if you really want. I think banana bread's better. I don't know that you're missing out that much. Yeah. No, zucchini bread kind of sounds a little bit familiar. The DeKalb Farmer's Market has a zucchini bread that I used to buy sometimes. And you it bought had... it and put it in our house, and I didn't know it was here? This was back when I would shop like at the DeKalb Farmer's Market, though. We still lived in our house, though. Did we? I don't think we did. I think we were still in the apartment. But we lived together. It's not the structure. It's the proximity. Mm-hmm. It was in our home. Okay. Yeah. And it was sliced? Like it's, it was a loaf? It's, yeah, it's like a banana bread, like Kadri was saying, like in, in <laughs> size and shape. It's not like a sliced bread that you would make sandwiches with. <laughs> You're like, People like would bring Kadri it to Thanksgiving. You'd be like, look, I brought zucchini bread. That, seems, that sort of situation. Yeah. Not like, let's make a sandwich. Oh, okay. So it's more like a... An appetizer bread. It's not like you'd make a sandwich and slice two pieces of zucchini bread. Yes. As your sandwich bread. Yeah. It's more like you would have a slice for breakfast. It's like a, oh, quick, a quick bread. Okay. Like a that. quick bread. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like where you know, there's no yeast and rising. Everything just gets mixed and baked huh. in a loaf pan. Okay. It's almost cake-like. Oh, okay. This is heading in the right direction. <laughs> Is it sweet? Tune in next week when I've made a zucchini bread for Dave. Are you going to do that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of grating. Maybe. Okay. 
Well, don't. You could use your food processor. Don't write a check that your air fryer can't cash. Oh my gosh, air fryer zucchini bread. This could be a huge hit. It could. All right, I'm going to work on it, but not this week because we've already, our groceries are already in the house. Mm. We'll start on it next grocery order. Okay. Okay. Is this still talking Tony? I don't know. I was trying to remember. Like, did we, <laughs> so talk we about talked about Heinz? Yet? Yeah, so- we talked about Heinz. Oh, yeah. That's the end. There's no song. There is. I use it. What? Yep. I got to listen to this podcast. No, I just get upset when I listen to the podcast. What upsets you about it? A lot. There's a lot of liberties taken in the editing of this podcast <laughs> that I didn't realize until I heard the finished product. That's not, I just tighten things up. I take out long pauses. I come in here, it's like Sun Ra. It's like <laughs> instruments are just coming in from every direction. Sun Ra. It's just a good groove that has to be taken as, as an in- entirety. Bill, are you hearing this? And what you do is you take Sun Ra and you cut it down to like a pop song. And it's like... The pop song doesn't work because there's all these and and that's coming in. I do edit out some of those. I know. <laughs> those are the best parts. Look, I do my best. You do a great job. Thank you. You do the work that I don't want to do, mm-hmm. but it's a, it becomes a different flavor than what the ingredients going into it are. It was like if you had, <laughs> what do you, what's that face? I don't know. I'm just anticipating. It's like if I brought in the whole kitchen sink and you put it all into a zucchini bread pan and put it together and said, here's this tight little loaf of zucchini bread. Was it delicious? I don't know. All I can remember, all I'm doing is looking for the ingredients that I brought in. (laughs) I'm like, where's that Chex Mix? Is that in the zucchini bread? Sure. Where's the Doritos? On top. Where's the icy? Where's the slurpy? Where's the nerds? Okay. (laughs) Sometimes the magic of editing is getting rid of good things so that you can have the best final product. Like sometimes the stuff you leave on the cutting room floor was really excellent, but it takes away from your final product. Yes. Or maybe the final product would have been 90 minutes long if you hadn't left some. Why are you obsessed with having a short podcast, though? It's daunting. As a podcast listener. I listen to podcasts. They're all like three hours long. No, I like them to be not too far over an hour. Well, maybe I'll start my own podcast. This one might be longer than an hour. Why? You're just going to cut out everything I say. (laughs) I'll just cut out everything Dave says. All the arcade talk. I hope you don't cut out anything about haircuts because that's really essential. (laughs) I would never. That's very useful information. (laughs) Come on down to Dick Out Corner. Come on down to Dick Out Corner. I just didn't know if I was supposed to be reacting to Takey being outside and like, oh, look who it is. Oh, my God. Wow. Hey, or, look, I hear somebody coming down the hall. Who could it be? Who is it? Huh? <laughs> it's streaming. <laughs> we have big dreams for this episode. I know you did. This is a heavily scripted episode. <laughs> work. Yeah, as you can tell, it's a heavily scripted Yeah. Episode. 
Should we do takeout corner? Or I don't, we- yes, we should do takeout corner. <laughs> we do takeout corner all the time, regardless of whether Takey's there or not. Yeah, I just miss Takey's him. cousin was here recently. Mm-hmm. Or it could be the ghost of, of Takey Ooh. past. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hey, guys. It's what a ghost Yeah. Like. No, I'm not doing that. It's, it's a lot. You should do it. Oh. Can we do it? Maybe if we just start talking about the takeout. Hey, so what is, uh, tell me about Taste of India. Is it delivery or do you pick it up? It's okay. It's pickup. Um, they wouldn't deliver clear to us cause it's like 45 minutes from where we live. Um, so whenever we go, we do a really huge order. So it makes it worth our while because it is a big investment of time and we tend to eat early and you can't place an order there till five. Ooh. So, um, anyway, it, it always is a process, but, um, so we ordered takeout this week from taste of India and we got in our very big order samosas and aloo pakora and two orders of puri chana because that's my favorite. It comes with this um, fried bread and then you have the chickpeas that you put on top. So it's like its own sort of instant kind of, I don't know, fried plus plus saucy chickpea thing. It's like really intoxicating <laughs> and alu gobi. And when I was ordering my appetizers, both times I said, I would like extra cilantro chutney. (gasps) They gave me a container full, like you might get cream cheese of. So it was like this huge container of cilantro chutney, which was a major win. So then we were like spooning it on everything (laughs) instead of being real careful with it. When you get those little tiny cups of it, like you put in dressing and some tandoori roti. Yum. And it was excellent. We ended up getting three meals out of that. Wow. So would you say yeah. you had leftovers? No. Forget it. What? <laughs> <laughs> I would say we had leftovers. Le- yeah. Lefty-overs? It's the- all so bad. <laughs> what? Did you guys hear that? I did hear something. Kadri, did you hear yeah, something? Sounds amazing. Is that, is that the ghost of Coming Tiki? from the attic. Or oh my gosh! Guys, I got chills down my back. Yeah, I did is... too. Look at my arm is goosebumps. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> hey, hey! Don't be afraid. Spooky voice, come closer. I gotta go. Oh no! Avenge my dad. My <laughs> <Bye>, lefty. <laughs> lefty did it. What? What? What is that? He's oh gone. Gosh, I thought it was a car accident. He's gone. Was, he, was he driving? I didn't even know Lefty had a car. He stumbled in here like he'd walked for miles. <laughs> is it Hank Pensky? Was it Hank Pensky? Like, gave Lefty the car. I'm just putting pieces together. You think that Hank Pensky But I'm and only Lefty... using the tools that are in front of me like they're the only tools in the world, though. So there's so much about this that we don't know. It would probably be presumptuous of us to take the three things we know and connect them to each other, you know? So Hank Pensky definitely supplied the vehicle. I'm saying, that, yep. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying it wouldn't be fair to Hank Pensky, who by all accounts is a stand-up dude, except he doesn't wear a mask. Would not wear a mask. Hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated the idea of it. He was aggressive about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's out, he's out there somewhere. <laughs> oh, boy. But... I don't know that he and Lefty know each other. Mm. Lefty is around, right? Lefty lives nearby. Sure. Or was he a wanderer, a drifter? 
I don't know. I didn't get a lot of information about Lefty when he visited. No, you, you didn't really ask him a lot of questions. <laughs> didn't. And it didn't seem like you were interested in. You know, it was a squandered Learning more about him. <laughs> so. Hey there. Oh, hi. Hi. Kadri's kitty cat is here saying hello. Who's that? Hey, this is Avon. Hey, Avon. He likes to be involved in things. Oh. What a guy. Yeah. Tabbies. They're good cats. They're so good. Yeah. Orange cats, too, always, it seems like, have a lot of personality. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Just thinking about cats. Just thinking about cats. It's a lot to sit in. Like you don't expect to be visited by a, a ghost takeout menu. Uh, yeah. Like this is it's sort of earth shattering. Yeah. I'm just I'm, processing. I'm assuming that's who that was because we just heard it, and it was while we were talking about takeout. Yeah, we're making a lot of leaps, but... And the, the way that the voice faded away, it seemed pretty definitive that whatever, whoever that was, that's probably the last we've heard of them. Oh, man. I mean, I don't, I can't say for sure. Who knows? I didn't predict... I mean, you said avenge my death, so maybe once his death <laughs> is avenged, he'll, he'll either like be able to come to terms with that or, or move or, to the great beyond. Or he'll be able to rest. Yeah, he'll be at peace. Yeah. So. Um, I wish you'd given us. I'm more only details. glad that my Indian takeout could some way help. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm and glad this too. Is the biggest win, I think. Yeah, no, I think you know. Um, I, I don't need to tell you guys that it's difficult to to for somebody to return from the grave, you know, both conceptually and just the will, mm-hmm. you know, like the wanting to return from the grave. So the well, very well, fact that that at- was achieved is pretty remarkable. Maybe this is like a Spock scenario that now that Tiki has come back, Tiki can just be back. That's a, an excellent point that I agree with. Wow. Or, you know, I could yes and that and say it's a Friday the 13th type scenario where there is a spirit of Tiki that is kind of transferring from host to host. Tiki just lives in all of our hearts. Well, or that there's a new killer. That has the spirit of Takey. Oh boy. With a machete. No one and is a hockey safe. mask. Oh boy. And is virtually unkillable. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot of different ways you could go with that. So did you get any takeout this week? We did. We got El Mariachi. I got enchiladas last night. Stacked. Stacked enchiladas. They were good. Mm-hmm. Hit them with tofu. No, I'd never had that before. And they were good. I thought they were good. You're looking they at smelled me. good. Okay. What did you get? I got the smoked tacos. They offer impossible meat now that you can get. Oh. So the smoked tacos are, uh, I think they make them with brisket, but you can, they'll make anything that's possible to be made vegan. They'll make vegan for you. And so I got them with the impossible meat instead of whatever the animal meat is. And it has uh, pickled Carrots and cabbage and pickled onion and barbecue sauce and pickled jalapenos. Wow. They are so good. That sounds great. And then double refried beans because they have the best refried beans. I feel like we did. Oh, we got pizza earlier this week too. We did get Mellow mushroom. Yeah. We're really yeah. treating ourselves on vacation. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah, different from vacation. the other weeks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. Been craving Chinese food think- lately though. Yeah. I gotta scratch that itch. Yeah. When we were we were talking about Chinese food last night and um I really wanna get from Harmony. 
I want to figure that out, but it's far. How do you, when you go to Taste of India, Kadri, how do you keep the food warm? Do you bring a cooler or something for the drive? No, it stays, it stayed warm fine. And then once it got back, I just reheated in in the air fryer or in the microwave, depending on what it was, but it stayed pretty hot. Okay. They have everything wrapped up really nicely, either in foil or in like a pretty heavy duty packaging, but it could be too the type of thing like. Indian stews probably are able to maintain their warmth a little more than some foods might just because they're already so like piping hot together. Oh, yeah. Stews do take a long time to cool down. There's a great uh, vegetarian Chinese place that's – but it's kind of a hike. I'm thinking next time I might get even more and freeze it. Smart. Because why wouldn't it freeze well? I bet it would freeze well. And then when I didn't want to cook, I could just thaw it instead of – doing like an hour and a half round trip drive that is smart just stock your freezer yeah christmas day uh we had we made sausage rolls yes that was the main what we ate this week that i oh, put okay. down because i did that's a huge you're giving piece me the look like don't talk about it well we don't want to talk about new year's day because that's going to be a whole separate episode <laughs> It's not a spoiler to talk about something a little bit and then talk about it a lot later. Okay, go it's on. It's not like we're talking about Lost. <laughs> Could I just plug my ears this whole time? Like anything that you're going to talk about it just later and just la, 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 yeah, la, 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 la. Yeah. Sorry, go on. What did we eat for Christmas? I'll follow your rules. No. So where did we get this recipe for? For the... Sausage rolls? Yeah. I made it up. Did we? Yep. Sure. It had two ingredients. All right. I make up recipes sometimes. Okay. I, I know. I'm saying we read something that inspired us, though, is why I'm... Yes. Oh. Why I'm being like that. Yes. We were looking at a sausage roll recipe that used puff pastry. Right. And it, you made the lentil sausage from scratch. Why can't I remember whose recipe that was? And I read it and was like, that sounds delicious but like a lot more work than I want to do on vacation for a Christmas day breakfast. And so I was like, well, I could just use beyond sausage and chop it up to get a similar texture to like the lentil sausage. And we didn't have any puff pastry, but we did have crescent rolls. So I decided to use that as the dough and I just air fried. Oh, nice. It was so good. It was so good. It was the laziest thing ever. So I air fried the beyond sausage breakfast sausage and chopped it up. And then when you unroll a crescent roll, you know how you can get like four rectangles out of it. Mm -hmm. So I pinched, but they'll have the diagonal triangle line. So I pinched the triangle line closed and then put sausage on a half of it and rolled it up and then sliced it in half. So it made four rolls that I sliced in half to make eight little sausage rolls. And they were, they were so good. We made them again, didn't we? We made them again for New Year's Day. Mm -hmm. They were that good. Yes, I ate that them so fast. Yeah. And like crescent rolls have been a part of our lazy morning routine for a while. Yeah. Like we'll we'll make up a tube of those and just kind of dosh on them in the morning. But the the sausage layer made it feel like gourmet. It made it feel like a real big deal. Ooh. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And we had some other food too. Oh, I really we'll talk that. about it. We'll talk about it I'm next sorry. time. I'm sorry. Did I really pop that time. balloon? I just also want to apologize. Yeah, I think you're planting the seeds of excitement. Like now I have to tune in next time. <laughs> they ate more so food? I right. What else you ate? <laughs> I'll find it on my calendar. 
Kadri, what did you eat this week? Uh, so this week I made um, some lemony potatoes and they're on my blog and they're like a, potatoes that you'd get at like a Greek restaurant. So they're yellow skin potatoes cut into wedges and then cooked with broth and lemon juice and garlic and dried oregano and a little bit of tomato paste just like for umami richness and then cooked for 45 minutes and the last 15 minutes you take the aluminum foil off or whatever you're using as your lid take that off so then they can get just uh, more like reduced sauce so it's a thicker more unctuous sauce and uh, yeah they're really good we had them with salad because I find in the winter I'm less drawn to a really big cold salad where in the summer that sounds super refreshing so if I can add something warm then it makes it more exciting to have salad with it if I know I'm getting like potatoes or vegan chicken strips or croutons so yeah the lemony potatoes um I do a lot of air fried potatoes which are great and fast and so I tend to not do like 45 minutes on my potatoes but it's really worth the extra time yeah, I also am spoiled like time-wise with the air fryer. Anytime something has to bake for longer, I think <laughs> yeah. it goes back to that letter from Bill. I'm like, oh, I have to wait twice as long. But you get to wait for something so delicious <laughs> like saucy potatoes. Right. Look at me bring in a bow. Putting a bow. Uh, and I, with- you get to enjoy something that – Was worth waiting for. Right. Yeah. It's not that you get to wait. No. Those are two different I things. get to play right. Animal Crossing for 20 extra minutes. Okay. You play animal yeah, because you don't have to do anything. <laughs> They're just in the oven. So you can either work on the rest of your meal or you can just go watch TV. Or take a bath. I'd take a bath. Take a bath. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Yeah. Get a good yeah. bath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those sound amazing. Play some piano. Play a little piano. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How's piano going? It's going well. We um, used to be taking lessons and then we're not going in to take lessons now. Um, so we're just like going along in our book and, uh, it's going really well. I mean, I'm sure we'd move farther and faster if we were seeing an instructor every week to have that like fire under us. Um, but yeah, we played a lot of Christmas tunes over Christmas and, uh, yeah, it's going well. It's nice to have something in the house that's not screen related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, um, got a puzzle. I guess it was the kid got a puzzle for Christmas, but Mm -hmm. what's happened is that I'm doing the puzzle and it is so nice to have a non-screen activity. Yeah. And I just can like feel my brain trickling out of my ears. Hmm. Just take your eyes away from the screen for a little while. Right. Right. And something where you're not going to have bad news pop up of like, oh, (laughs) I didn't really want to read that. This person's in a grouchy mood or whatever. (laughs) It's just, just you and a piano. And even this summer we lost power for five days and we can still play the piano because oh, you don't have to plug it in hey hey should we eat something new yeah, yeah. let's do it so this week not this week many weeks ago i placed a late night order from the house of za House of Zah is a Chicago pizza place that has closed their Chicago location and now they're operating out of Orlando and they're only doing pizza via mail order, which is kind of a bummer in that it stinks that Chicago doesn't have the House of Zah anymore, but kind of great that everybody can have House of Zah now if they just don't mind waiting a little while for it to come in the mail. So our pizzas arrived. And then then the time to cook it. 
and then the time to cook it doesn't take yeah. that long. I mean, you've waited a long time at that point. What's a little bit longer? But I just want to point out. You get to wait. All right. So then, so I told Kadri about ordering from the House of Zab because we share an enthusiasm for good pizza. And we also discussed having her on to talk about it. And that's why she's here. She also ordered Yay. from House of Zab. Yay. So we did a like a three pack of pizza is what we ended up getting. And you, I think it's a, is it, I had a five pack. Yeah. Was a three pack? I think we had more than three. I have a note on my phone with the list. <laughs> Hang on. It might be a five pack. This was like two years ago though. So two, memory could three, be fuzzy. Yeah. No, wait, is four. It was four. We got, uh, um, it came. Why can't I think of the name for the inside out pizza? What's the inside out pizza? Calzone. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It came with a calzone, which mm. I'm just remembering might still be frozen. What? Really? No. I don't what? think we no. made that calzone. It came with a calzone. All right. We're just talking about the pizza though. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about the pizza because I forgot about the calzone. So we got a four pack plus a calzone that we're not going to discuss. Kadri, uh, I think you might have gotten a different five pack, right? Yeah, we've ordered multiple times now. So we ordered back in September, and then we ordered again in November and December. But I can talk about the first time we ordered to stay, to keep things. I think go go as as deep as you want. Yeah, <laughs> don't restrict it. This is not a, a sit, review. Sit back, children. Yeah. Light a fire. <laughs> Make some hot cocoa. Listen to the tale of the House of Zod. Right. The November shipment was. <laughs> maybe if. No, oh, that was many months ago. If there are some highlights, maybe. Yes. It could okay, be from so, multiple orders. I think because since it changes all the time, who knows what's, you know, up now. Right. Yeah. And they've changed it again now. So you can either order the the thick Chicago style crust or you can get the tavern style crust. So, yeah, they're always changing things up. And they added charcuterie boards. What? But I, yeah, wow. now you can get charcuterie boards that come in four packs with um, different cubed cheeses. They make all of them or seitan slices of varying types and fruits and nuts to fill it out. Ooh. Um, so uh, some of my favorites from them of the ones that we've gotten. I think my very favorite was the buffalo chicken pizza, which um, came with red onion on it and a buffalo sauce that was separate and a ranch sauce that's separate. And you put them both on top of the pizza. Dang. Oh my word. I had a little bit of a user error because I wasn't sure when I got the ranch, if I should stick that in the freezer. And then when I'm ready for the pizza, thaw it, or if it should go in the refrigerator and I should have done the latter, but I did the former. Mm. And so when I took it out, it was like ranch milk. <laughs> um, but luckily I have veginase. So I just added a bunch of veginase and it thickened great. And so that was really good. I love buffalo things. And yet I never make a buffalo pizza. So it was like really nice and tasty. Um, and then another favorite that we got that was a Christmas one. It was the, for the December box. It was called the Grinch. <laughs> and it had pesto instead of marinara mm. and then chunky tomatoes on it and a cashew mozzarella and so that was really nice i love pesto and the pesto didn't overwhelm it just sort of like made everything cohesive um their pepperoni is really good and i've gotten that just like on its own but also with pineapple and jalapeno Ooh, i called that one the elvis nice and a little bit of spicy heat plus sweet 
and savory is a really nice combo. I love a spicy pizza. Like mm-hmm. any sort of kick that's on a pizza yeah. is very welcome. The one that we got with Yeah, jalapeno. usually I bring back a, was... a hot sauce. And so it saves me from having to add hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, great. It already has jalapeno. <laughs> jalapeno. On go ahead, oh, I'm sorry. We got one with jalapeno also. It was called the Day of the Dead, which probably uh, is only in October. Um, it had corn on it. Corn yeah, on it was pizza. So good. Corn jalapeno. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's why I wrote you. I think I messaged you about houses uh, when yes. I thought it had corn on that's the pizza. That's what I was and wondering. Like, hey. Oh, that's yeah. right. I got the message. And then late that night, I was like, I'm just going to do it. And then late that night, you were like, I've got an idea. I'm going <laughs> to order this pizza from this place and see if Kadri wants to order it too. I'll tell her about this place. You're, Kadri, you're so right. You did initiate this wow. whole thing. Wow. 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 Sorry, everyone. But no, it's, I had just listened to your podcast where you said that you like corn on pizza. You, oh, you said it was like your favorite topping. And I thought that was shocking news that that's anybody's <laughs> favorite topping. And so once I saw it, I'm like, Becky needs to know that someone else is making her favorite pizza and she could have it delivered to her house and not be sad that no one else wants to put corn on their pizza. I do love corn on a pizza. This one also had mango and pickled jalapeno. And they make the cashew cheese that they made from scratch. I'm not sure if it was their mozzarella. I didn't write it in my note, but it was delightful. Yeah, it was super good. Yes. Um, Mango is really interesting on a pizza. I've never had that before. Yeah. Usually you'd think when when I get jalapeno on a pizza, I like to get pineapple with it. Well, it's strange because I think pineapple gets such a reaction from pizza purists or whatever. And I wonder if it's not that it's like such an obscure, like, or obscene, like flavor to bring to a pizza, but it really is the only fruit you ever see on a pizza. Mm -hmm. Nobody's putting strawberries on a pizza or oranges Mm -hmm. on a pizza or, you know, like, so all you get is pineapple. And usually it's because it's ham and pineapple because it's a Hawaiian pizza, you know, and then that, informed like later variations on the pizza but like yeah why not we get this peach pizza from plant-based oh yeah and it's like peaches and jalapenos on it and it's amazing and it's oh, like that sounds so good why are we so not good. do why are we not digging in on that more yeah the mango was awesome and i did it did have like the same vibe as a mm-hmm. pineapple would do it kind of offset the spice of the jalapeno really nicely like, so did put the cantaloupe corn. on a pizza but honeydew on a pizza i worry that that would just release so much water more than a pineapple yeah maybe not pineapple is like 90 percent juice maybe 91 that's science all right i'm kind of surprised that people are still crabby about pineapple on pizza because i've been eating pineapple on pizza for decades so it's Shocks me every time that this is still like an interesting discussion yeah. for people to be having on Twitter. Really? You're still crabby? Don't order it right. if you don't like it. But I don't get why we're still talking about the oddity of something that people have been doing for decades. Well, in my yeah. experience, too, like people who gripe about pineapple on a pizza don't have very interesting, like they're pretty traditionalist pizza folks. Or they haven't had it. Yeah. I, once you've had it, <laughs> then it might seem like a better idea to you right. because it's delicious. I just feel like like every time somebody's making that claim that it's usually like 
somebody who wants one of the top five pizzas that are already like they're not going in and building their own pizza. They want like with pepperoni. like spinach and so and so. Right. They right. want a pepperoni pizza. They want a sausage pizza. They want you know maybe a with supreme onions if they're going to be wild. Which is like a supreme pizza is an interesting idea because it's like you decide seven ingredients that go on this pizza for me. <laughs> that is a lot. And not like I'm going to go pick my ultimate seven. Like I get if you just want a pepperoni pizza and you're like, you guys do this well, do this for me, you know. But like if you're going to go to the seven ingredients, like call out the seven yourself. Yeah. Isn't supreme is just every meat? Is that what makes it supreme? Not, well, the only supreme pizza that I really loved – uh, when I was a kid, was the Pizza Hut Supreme Pizza? That is an and that was more pizza. than that was like pepperoni sausage, but it also had like I think it had like mushrooms, yeah, pepper, like green mm-hmm. pepper, um, black olive, yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, then I'm wrong. I'm wrong about that. It's wrong about about Kadri and who <laughs> thought of the idea. <laughs> you really I'm sorry. stole. I think we can just all agree it was an excellent idea. <laughs> I don't have to impress it any further. Than that. <laughs> really stole that. But that speaking credit. of pizzas piled with meat, we got. Have, did you get in any of your orders the meat lovers? No, we did not. It had the pepperoni and it had sausage and vegan chicken on it, and it was that pepperoni is amazing. Yeah, it's really good. I was never like a huge pepperoni. Maybe I was as a kid, but it's been so long. My pizza tastes have just changed, but I would fully eat just a pepperoni pizza from them. So delightful. What were the ones that we got? Did you add any toppings when, because we, on some of them, we'd just get like a cheese pizza and we're not that into just a cheese pizza. So we'll add our own other toppings to it. Did you add any of your own toppings? We didn't. I wanted to keep it um, like. Sterile, like. Yeah. So that you could review the menu. Yeah, because I'd never yeah. had House of Za before, so I wanted like to like establish a, a base for sure. myself. But they, we did get one that was just cheese, the four chi. Four chi, because it's vegan cheese. You want to know what I thought about that? What? Too cheesy. What? I loved yeah, it. Too cheesy. The kid loved it too. Also, the kid doesn't usually like homemade cheeses, and he loved the cheese on all these pizzas. He didn't eat the jalapeno one, but all the other ones. He would now. He would now. He's on a real spice journey. Hmm, nice. Yeah, David, my husband, he doesn't um, – when he – before he went vegan, he, even then he would order pizzas cheeseless because he doesn't like that texture of melty cheese. Mm-hmm. And some of the pizzas were too cheesy for him because it was so gooey on some of them. But I think most people wouldn't consider that a flaw. Uh, yeah, I feel like two of them were too cheesy for me. Was the pop? Whoop, was the Popeye the other one? It was a white pizza, spinach one. With yeah, spinach. yeah, that one was very rich. Mm-hmm. A little bit too much for me. Like the flavor was good, but like a slice felt like I was eating three slices. And then it came with a tomato sauce for dipping, and that sauce was salty. It was good, but it was so salty I could only eat one slice. But the pizza was it was very rich. I wrote creamy and delightful. Oh, and it was a thick crust, and I'm usually not very crust-oriented, but I did not mind this thick crust. I'm I'm here for a crust. Mm -hmm. Love that crust. I've heard you're a crust king. A bit of a crust king, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm bored on the street. It's good to hear people are saying that. It's true. (laughs) It's true. I was surprised you don't have it in your Twitter bio. (laughs) You should add it. I don't know. I think taken without context. 
<laughs> could be gross. It can be interpreted several ways. Yeah. Also, Dave, I was just telling you last night that your Twitter Twitter bio is great. I like it. Well, th- thanks. It's very to the point. Yeah. It says our podcast. It says my blog. Your blog, and then it says I'm just here to follow my favorite comedians. It tells you exactly what. There you, you go. You know what you're right. getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here for jokes. Here for jokes. Oh, those were our four. Meat Lovers, Day of the Dead, Forchi, and Popeye. So I think the for me, the Day of the Dead was leaps and bounds the best. Oh, yeah. Like, I loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. Was mad that there wasn't more of it and that <laughs> I had to share it. And then the Meat Lovers, I thought, was really, really good. Yeah. That was, I, I think that pepperoni is probably in that place that vegan sausage was a year or so ago where people were kind of figuring it out but there's still nothing that really compares to what that experience of eating like a meat pepperoni is you know Mm -hmm. um but i felt like this was a, a step closer in that direction and i don't mean for that to be like the measuring stick by whether it's good or not but there is an experience of eating pizza when i was a kid that like sits on that nostalgia shelf and i think the, the experience of the pepperoni is one of those things, you know? So I think these guys got closer than a lot of places have. And uh, I would I would definitely order that again. And the other two, I think they were just too cheese heavy for me. They were good. They tasted good. I didn't try this uh, tomato sauce, so I can't comment on the saltiness of it. But um, I don't know if I'd get those again. I think like Kadri's saying, I would get toppings on that cheese one maybe. Yeah. But uh, the white... Cheese was a deep dish, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I the think, white pizza was. Yeah, the white pizza. Sorry. That one, yeah, it was just a lot. A lot for me. It was definitely rich. Yeah. Did you have any other standouts? It sounds like we got totally different pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From totally yeah, different places. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, We've had a whole variety of them because since they were mixing them up a lot, which is nice that it then you have something different to look forward to. And since we're not ordering out that much, it's fun to have something in the freezer that's like ready, but different than our usual thing. Yeah, I love that. Um, we had to play a little bit with the timing on on the cooking times and like cooking temperature to get it just right, especially with the thick crust. I thought that was a little complicated to get it. So it was done on the bottom and done on the inside, but not too done on the outer crust. Did you have any issue there or was it okay for you? I think it worked out. I just used the directions from their website. And I think, I don't remember having to monkey with it. I think it just okay. worked out fine. I'm not super crust oriented though. So I don't know. Was Were the crusts okay? Crusts were great. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think we, I think the website directions worked out for us. Okay. Yeah, I had to turn the heat down to um, 420 instead of 425. Yeah, bro. not a big change. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> about turning the heat down? You just got to be. Oh, I. Uh, we also, because we've been ordering all of these pizzas, um, the hardest part for me was the pizza would finally get done. And then. David would cut the pizza and he'd use our round uh, pizza cutter and it would take forever to get through that thick crust at the end. And then he would pull out a big kitchen knife (laughs) to get that part of it. And so for Christmas, I got him one of those rocker pizza cutters that's smiley face. And then you hold the handles on the top and you go. Looks like a torture device. 
Yes, I saw it <laughs> on Instagram. So fast, and it worked beautifully, awesome. and it cut the time in half from pizza being ready to us eating pizza. Is it like a fancy one, or is it just like a random? It was just good reviews on Amazon. It was like fifteen dollars. I've been getting reviews for a garlic cutter that's like that. I have been having. I mean. I think this is just a design flaw with a garlic press where you lose so much of the goods get stuck yes. in the garlic cavern. There's another word for that. Yeah, there's absolutely another word. But there's one shaped yeah. like the pizza cutter that you're describing, but it's got like a a flat bottom that's basically like the garlic press part, like the grid. Huh. And you rock it back and forth over the garlic and it looks like magic. But I worry about ordering stuff from Instagram ads now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I always just use my kitchen knife. I stopped using for the garlic press for the same reason you're saying. It's because I felt like I was wasting so much garlic. So I just always chop it. The the pizza cutter got me wondering. uh, I thought about this when we ordered pizza earlier this week. Because we're still in a place where like we're wiping down groceries and we're like, we just can't get over that hump. I yeah, think. it's like my my thinking brain knows that it's probably doesn't need to be done, but then right. my anxiety brain is like, but just do it. But then I was like, <laughs> is there because pizza's a real bear to do. Like when you get a pizza delivery, like having to get the pizza out of the container if you don't want to bring the container in. And it got me wondering, like, is there like a silicon pizza box or a plastic <laughs> pizza box or something like that that you could just lift and put it in there and then like have it you know, that's a great idea. Like inside. Yeah. Or Surely like I was looking exists. for a tray because I was just going to put it on like a baking tray from the oven or something like that and then carry that in. Hmm. Uh, but then I was like, I'm sure somebody just like you're talking about with Instagram ads and stuff like I'm sure somebody has unitested it down to a plastic pizza box so that you can take your whole pizza inside, you know? Yeah. Do we order pizza often enough? I feel like we do. Yeah. I'll look into it. Yeah, this is the part of the show where it's just musing about buying decisions. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got a grocery order you need to my cart? <laughs> <laughs> a big platter would work, though. And then a platter would not be a unitasker. Because yeah, we don't have a... going to put a big platter? Oh. You need a big cabinet. But then where would we put the big pizza box? This is... You fold it down. Oh, this is a folding. I didn't know. <sighs> the way you looked at me when you said that <laughs> was like, oh, you're ridiculous what about a round cookie sheet i like that yeah like a yeah that would be good what are you looking at me like that for? i'm i'm looking at you but i'm pick i'm thinking i'm okay. shopping in my head right now <laughs> you're looking at me you're you were looking at me like the oh when kadri says it it's a good idea but no. when i say it <laughs> it's where we're gonna put it no i'm sh- i'm i'm mentally shopping but then i'm like well why don't we just use the oven rack so oven rack? Oh, like pull it Just out? Just pull it out and then put the pizza on it. Oh, yeah. And that has already got a storage location built the in. The oven. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. Should we tell people where to get their own House of Zah pizza? Oh, yeah. So House of Zah's website is chicagoveganpizza.com. Wait, sorry. We couldn't find that page. Wait. No. Okay, it's fine. House of Zaw's <laughs> website is chicagoveganpizza.com. That'd be a terrible way to find out. I know. I was going to be really upset. <laughs> Happy New Year. Ugh. And you can shop for pizza. They have merch. And look at that. Shop Deli. That's the that's the platters you were oh, talking man. about. The charcuterie. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Let's get that. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I wanted to say, um, if you want to make your own pepperoni, Miyoko's, um, of Miyoko's Kitchen, of the cheeses, she, in one of her cookbooks, has a pepperoni recipe. It's a, I don't remember the name of the cookbook, Artisan something. Um, anyway, she has a pepper pepperoni recipe called Pepion Pepperoni, and it's excellent. We just made it a couple of days ago, and you can freeze some of the logs, and it's, I think, the best vegan pepperoni. Ooh. And then also herbivorous butcher makes a really good vegan pepperoni. Oh yeah, of course they do. Why yeah. didn't we think about that? You should check that out. Mm-hmm. It's pepperoni and it's hot dogs for me. I feel like Beyond has got the sausage. I'm confident in the sausage game. Well, did you ever get the field roast frankfurter? I know there was much discussion about the field roast frankfurter. No, I feel like we got that in the far past. I think no, we were never okay. able to find it. Well, We'll try it. Because their frankfurter is my favorite yeah. of the vegan hot dogs. It's so mm-hmm. good. I think they do a it great is. job. Let's get it. What are we waiting it. for? We got the buns. Yeah. Last time I found it in Atlanta, it was at Sprouts. Whole Foods seemed to be out of it a lot. And Kroger carried it briefly, but doesn't seem to anymore. Or they're just out every time I go. Gotcha. Keep an eye out. You haven't tried the Upton's hot dog yet, right? No. I They... I haven't seen it here. That doesn't mean it's not here, though, because we're back to ordering groceries. I haven't been. I know they're at, at some Whole Foods. I haven't gotten to Whole, Whole Foods for me is two hours away, so I haven't gotten there. But at some point, I really want to try it out. So maybe for me, it's less of a they haven't gotten there with hot dogs yet and more of a <laughs> I tried one and they hadn't gotten there. You tried to feel. Yeah. Uh, you tried a smart dog and you were like, yeah. this is terrible. And that it wasn't terrible. I don't think it's terrible. Maybe terrible is exaggerating. Yeah. Mushy. Yeah. But yeah, Field Roast Frankfurter, I think. Okay. It might do it for you. Maybe we'll do that in a future episode. That would be delightful. We could do those and the um, Uptons and do it as a... A dog off? You can do a dog off? The dog show. Talking to... We'll workshop it. (laughs) I was was trying to do a a John Ossoff. Oh, the dog off. <laughs> Upton's calls theirs up dog. Oh, up dog. I like What's that. What's up dog? I like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> cute. That is cute. I love Upton's. They're very cheeky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to and the their break mascot room? is fun. Mm-hmm. Because you're not too far from Chicago, right? Yeah. It's like three and a half, four hours from here. So yeah, we've been to the break room a few times and it's nice. It's really small, but um, you get to try a lot of their their things and some stuff that they only have there. Like they make a really good bacon mac and cheese. Oh, I guess they do sell that shelf stable now, but it's better if you get it fresh and hot. Oh, I'm sure. That's on my list. We didn't make it there when we were in Chicago for that conference. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time. Yeah, I had really wanted to get to Chicago House of Zah when we were there for the conference, and then that didn't work out. And so I was so sad with them when they closed. I'm like, no. No, I thought for sure that there was time. Yeah. Yeah, we make plans and God, I don't know. I don't know if God's laughing. <laughs> lefty? Is it Lefty laughing as he drives Hank yeah, Penske's lefty. truck? Well, you guys have really convicted poor Lefty. <laughs> he did seem sweet. Yeah, he was just looking for his cousin. Why would he be looking for his cousin if he killed him? That's a good point. There's a lot of layers. I think that's a big cover up. That's what you do. If you've killed somebody, you're like, oh, I don't know. Have you seen them? That's like murder. She wrote laws. 
<laughs> where that one person who's the most helpful person in the case is actually the person who did it because they want to stay closest to the case. Yes. Yeah. That's a huge deception. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the eternal murder she wrote spoiler. <laughs> so before we wrap this up, Kadri, where can people find you? So people can find me on my blog, kadriskitchen.com. Uh, and that's, my name is C-A-D-R-Y. So kadriskitchen.com. Um, I'm also Kadri's Kitchen on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I'll put all that in the show notes for people so that you can find her easily. Kadri's recipes are amazing. So yeah, you hope, should check them out. I hope you can handle the talking tofu bump that you're about to get. Because... <laughs> I've already talked to the person who runs my website just to make sure. <laughs> you just might want to upgrade to the premium to traffic par. plan. Yeah. 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 They've put like different bolts underneath <laughs> as if it was a bridge. <laughs> That's how that's how the internet works. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. <laughs> Kadri, thank you for, for joining us. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you for awesome. having me. This is a real thrill. I've been loving your podcast. I, I always listen when I go on a walk or when I'm on the elliptical. So this is really fun Aww. and such a treat to me to get to be here. You'll have to come back sometime soon. Yeah, for sure. I, I welcome and it. And thank awesome. you for putting up with 30 minutes of technical problems before we started. <laughs> no, thank you. It, a lot of it was on my end, too. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I just, my brain just <laughs> shut off and I'm going to turn it back on now. If you're enjoying the show, take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out and we just love reading those five star reviews. Please write us a review. We might even read yours on the pod. You can also follow us at Talkin Tofu on Twitter or Talkin Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media. Oh, well, I was just thinking... <laughs> we should uh never mind i'm line i'm i'm line leader on twitter and instagram but i might change that <laughs> i, I can't like wait it. to hear about I don't like the it. new name what are you gonna and we'd love to hear from you got a suggestion for a food we should try thoughts about an episode or if you just want to say hello Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Write us a letter. We'll read it. Talking Tofu. If it's not lewd. If it's not lewd. Or yeah, be nice. Be nice. Or crude. Now, if it's crude, we'll read it. We'll definitely But if read it's it. lewd. At least to each or other. Or rude. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, no, dude. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. 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 We should get a little bowl of pretzels. What? <laughs> it's a real crunchy food. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.